Welcome to the Modern Goat Rider Podcast. The opinions expressed by our hosts and guests are strictly their own and do not represent the positions of any lodge, grand lodge, or other branches of the independent order of Odd Fellows. Our conversations will be open to the public for the purposes of inspiring our global membership and promoting the order. And now, let's continue the journey. Modern Goat Rider podcast. I'm joined with Billy Sanderson and I'm Tara Zajac and we're super pleased to bring you folks to our podcast this evening. Yes, welcome to Studio FLT. We're here. We are here. We're live for us but together and it's joyous. Yeah, it's good to see you. Yep, we got our summer shorts on. I have a bit of a sunburn. You got sunburn, yeah. And some bruises. What were you doing? Camping. On the weekend, someone... full contact camping. Yeah, wrestle the bear. There you go. The the, the baby is appreciative though, so it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was throwing a football around and I may have taken a lost a battle with the tree. Oh, but I caught the ball, so it's fine. That's good. Yeah. No perfect. film. No film of it. No. Thank uh... goodness, no. Okay. No cell phone connectivity either. No proof. Never happened. Where'd you go? Um, up on a forestry company run campground at Lake Couchin. Yeah. Gloriously warm. And uh, as per the habit, took a swim. Mm-hmm. So it was it was for fun, but it was also to rinse off the intense smell of campfire that happens after a couple of days. So doubly functioned. Very nice. I love Lake Cowichan. We yeah. camped there for decades. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know, the fish are jumping. There's not too, too many boats where we were Water's anyways. Warm. Water's pretty warm. Yeah, it was uh, a really nice time. Cool. Yeah. So here we are, we're back in the city back in real life and uh we did a podcast we did an interview we did that's why you're here and we're doing a podcast we're doing a podcast and we are here for an interview we got to connect with some people in vancouver our friend walter wells uh who did a show with us back in january ish had uh, posted some pictures of painting and mural work that was going on in their hall And uh, so we were connected with Soleil and Annie, who are our guests to talk about the murals, which we thought we were going to talk about. Um, But better yet, uh, Soleil had been doing renovations or rest. What did she refer to? Redesign. Redesign. Refacing. Redesign. Yes. Yes. No walls were knocked out in the process. That's right. No walls were injured. Yeah. (laughs) Gotcha. In the beautification of a lodge. But they did some really interesting things that I think are... Like apropos for any hall. Right. No, they're stunning. And the uh, Soleil goes into a bit about that first impression that someone will get when they come to an event. We did talk about events uh, a bit, but the idea that when you come in, when a visitor shows up in the hall, they see people, they see pictures, or they see people that look like them, you know, kind Mm -hmm. of create a different feel than maybe a hall does that has wink wink Victoria that has you know really old pictures in the entryway history is good uh, but it doesn't always resonate it will you know if if the the people in the pictures don't look like me Mm -hmm. how do I know this is a place for me Mm -hmm. 
and they they say it really nicely but i guess kind of the gist is that they were mindful that when someone walked into the front door they could see the story of the history so that's not forgotten but it's placed in context and and also inclusive of um other types of people who might be entering the lodge so like yes where we were was there but also there are um design symbols etc to show that the building itself is moving forward collectively with what is inclusive now versus what was inclusive back in the day and if you remember correctly i guess the whole point of odd fellowship started with is that those odd fellows were excluded from the guilds so it's kind of neat to carry on the tradition of welcoming folks who didn't belong somewhere right. else yeah yeah <clears throat> and a great personalities these uh the, these folks are wonderful i <laughs> i uh, was I was quite touched because Annie is just going to be initiated this year, but her connection with Oddfellows was already very mm -hmm. meaningful, like mm -hmm. really meaningful to mm -hmm. her. And, uh, and that was inspiring. Yeah, there was this eloquent frankness that just poured out that I couldn't have I've written myself it was yeah <laughs> as a i was like okay well take take notes tara take notes. next time i'm interviewed i gotta quote that yeah so everybody just you know uh pause it right when annie starts explaining why she was uh joining odd fellows or it's near the end and then uh get your pen and paper out write it down and uh you can use it in your next elevator speech about how wonderful odd fellows are <laughs> really did the job for us it's perfect so do you want to talk about anything else? Well, just, just as, I guess, maybe a side piece or a throwback to a recent podcast we did about recruitment. Yes. And I thought it was um, interesting and maybe because recruitment was on the mind fresh, but when each of um, Annie and Slay were talking about how they became uh, members, it was through going to, you know, one or two events and they liked what they saw and then they followed up. So I think it's a real, um, I think, testament to the power of, of reaching out to community and making the lodge available to community so they get to know us, hosting events, ideally having a nice space to do it in. And uh, you, you too can recruit, recruit some talented members that will spend hours and hours and hours painting, painting. ornate, delightful uh, and large murals on your walls and, and do a great job doing it. Yeah, got, I'm going to jump on that because I, I think after the show that we did with uh, Sinead and uh, Jessica, uh, the and there's still another show to kind of be posted on that because we went into uh, Progressive Odd Fellowship and Progressive FLT with them. And what was very different between those, their hall, as successful as the Mountain View Lodge is, and you always compare what you're listening to to your lodge membership or your lodge events and so forth you know having an event that has 100 plus people that generates quite a bit of money and quite a bit of money being you know 20,000 plus in one night with thousand hours of manpower and women power and people power to to pull it off is very different than a event that has 45 people come through um but there's different connections with that. And so mm -hmm. an event that we, we hear Annie describe, no, sorry, not Annie, uh, Soleil uh, describes a event that is more uh, inclusive, right? Family friendly. Family friendly yeah. and something that you'd want to have your, um, you, you, you want to show that the good is really the most important. And 
sometimes you have events that are showing that the good time is a great way to generate mm -hmm. uh, funds and to, to have an event. Uh, it depends on the community. It depends on the, the, the target audience. Mm -hmm. uh, if, uh, if, if your community has a very strong cultural side and you wanna use your hall as a facilitator for small cultural groups or artistic groups, um, great. That's a great recruitment that shows and gives you like, our previous guests told us, you know, that chance to, to really mingle, mix and mingle, explain a lot about what mission is and mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but it's very different than having, uh, you know, a big hoot nanny mm -hmm. uh, with a, a band and a, and a bar and, and generating $20,000, you know. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a, a really big wedding. Everyone can have a great time, but everyone doesn't always get a chance to chat. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's just how it goes. But uh, yeah, no, scalability, I think, is uh, important to consider for events. And sometimes small is appropriate and sometimes big is, even in the same lodge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. great. Anyway. Well, we're not going to talk about events anymore. We're going to nope. talk about paintbrushes and uh, how artists uh, kind of found ways to make things happen in COVID time. Oof. And it, it was worthwhile. The small, the small gifts of COVID, you know? <laughs> there All are right. a few not a, not a lot okay. but there are a few all right enjoy thank you okay well we are uh, very pleased to be joined by uh two members uh sorry both members one member well soleil is a member and you've been a member since i've been a member for almost four years now and i'm just about to become a member <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Well, we have a newbie on our uh, show today. So be <laughs> careful, everybody. No secret work. <laughs> Anyways, we're, we're joined by a soon to be and a member from Vic Vancouver. Uh, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about their connection to Oddfellows membership. And uh, we've got a bit there um, that Soleil has been a member for four years, but why don't we just let you give us 30 seconds, a minute introduction. Great. Um, I became a member almost four years ago. Uh, I went to a few events. My friend Michelle invited me to at least three events and we have a beautiful hall and I thought it would be a great opportunity to join. I started out as a Hemlock member and now I'm an associate member of Van 90, the um, once only men's part of the lodge. So I am a dual member, I guess. And that's, that's that. Mm. And I'm Annie Lefebvre. Um, I am just about to become a member. I am proud to say that I'm going to go to my first meeting on Thursday. And I'm promised sushi, so yeah. <laughs> so I'm really happy about that. But uh, like Soleil, um, I was invited to some events, and they were such lovely, light, gay events. And we were all dressed up, and everyone's family went down, and there was music and merriment, and and I think the um the members that I have had the honor to meet are just such lovely, um, kind human beings. And I thought, yeah, I want to, um, 
I want to put my energy into an association that just spreads good around wherever and whenever they can. And I think in these weird, very weird times, I think it is, um, it's that much more valuable um, to give, to give back to your community and to feel good about yourself for having done so. So I'm, I'm very happy to be embarking on this new chapter in my, in my life with Soleil and Michelle as well, who, and they're both very good friends of mine. And the members uh, that I've met are just really gorgeous creatures with big hearts. And I want to be part of that. That's awesome. Wonderful. Yeah, that was a really long answer. Sorry about that, you guys. <laughs> but I was it's like, a ring endorsement for our fellowship. No, yeah. it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know who starts the questions, but the uh, the point of the project and the reason for the interview is that we spotted your artwork shared from the Van 90 webpage, I guess the Facebook page. And uh, so connections were made, but we didn't realize until just a moment ago how grand the scope of the project is. So why don't you tell us all about the whole project for improving the hall? Sure. Um, it all started with the 100th anniversary uh we wanted to spruce up the hall for that and that's going to be next year 1922 is when the building was built um we are going to have a big anniversary party which is going to be lots of fun they were talking about uh renovating and painting and doing something to the entryway doing something to the anteroom that leads into the main hall maybe doing the main hall maybe putting in a bar lots and lots of big ideas i volunteered to help with those designs as i am a designer and artist so i put together some mock-ups and some mood boards with uh burl and other um member and they said yes right away to the entryway and anteroom, which meant we repainted the whole thing. We took down all of the photos and we put up lots of new ones. We kept lots of the old ones. We put out all sorts of display cabinets, trying to keep everything within the age of the building. So it has a nice uh vintage to it yeah it's got a beautiful cachet wait until you guys see it it's absolutely astounding she did a great job (laughs) (laughs) it was very very fun for me to put everything and like get everything sparkling and new again as well as digging through all of these amazing old artifacts and funky weird old things that had just been sitting in the cupboard for For years forever for a hundred years uh all these medals and uh, books and and swords and photos and like just really great stuff and it had just been sitting so putting that all on display and then also we tried to make everything look new like contemporary as well when we when you walk in the door there's an entire wall a gallery wall of uh, framed photos of everybody in the uh, every member we tried to get every member. I'm pretty sure we did at parties, um, at just at the hall, doing charity work, doing whatever we do so that your first impression when you walk through the door is one of 
oh, this is what they do. Oh, this is who's here instead of what the previous um, initial reaction was, which was, oh, there's, you know, a picture of the queen and a few old white men. Yeah. <laughs> and our, our parents, prime minister. And yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, and like, do you remember that last, uh, that last photograph in The Shining? <laughs> well, it kind of looked a little like that. Like people seated very formally at a table, kind of all looking up and everyone's kind of wearing the same thing. It's pretty, but... I don't know, all work and no play. It's <laughs> <laughs> Jack a dull boy. <laughs> um, makes Billy yeah, do something, it, something. It, it was, uh, yeah, it, it was just not what we do now. It was very much what, you know, what was happening a hundred years ago. Yeah. Which is great. We kept all the history, but we've put in a new twist where people, it's a little more welcoming now. I think people are going to walk through that door. Women might walk through the door and actually see pictures of other women, which is good too. Heaven. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm really, really proud of the, the renovation. I mean, renovation, maybe a uh, redesign. I didn't, we didn't blow out any walls or anything, but uh, that, that led to, um, my members, other members, I think maybe trusting me a little bit more with design skills as you don't really know what people can do until you see what people can do. Um, and then, so the next renovation, the next phase was the main hall. So I put in a uh, design for that, which people weren't happy with. It was a bit too contemporary, I think, for people's liking. So we went back to the drawing board. Many ideas in the brainstorm came out some of them maybe let's go with grand some gold some wallpaper some some definitely some some big ideas um and so from that was born the idea to have a mural two murals mm -hmm. which encompass some of those grand ideas but maybe not in you know without wallpapering the entire hall yeah because <laughs> i think um the, the feasibility of murals is it's a lot more accessible, you know, because we are in an old building and tearing down walls and adding this room and adding that it was it was just not just not feasible, you know, because it's a it's huge a heritage. Cost. It's a huge cost. A B. It's a heritage building. You can't just go around tearing things down willy nilly. So the the image the two images that Soleil proposed in tandem with this chapter's archivist, whose name is? Stephen Coulson. Stephen Coulson. Yeah, he pulled out a whole lot of images for Soleil to pour over and to mix together to bring something that's cohesive and representative and both modern and elegant, but also encapsulated in something that had a real vintage cachet to it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, like some of the style of the florals that were created and the, um, the ornamental cartouche in which the symbols were painted, um, which represent everything that the Oddfellows stand for. 100 years ago and today 
No, I, well, I was just, um, I mean, looking at some of the photos and just thinking about that era, was that, was there like an art deco inspiration to some of it or what art, if you had to pick an artistic or an architectural style, what were you melding together with this contemporary aspect? Design-wise, I, I poured over quite a few different uh, visuals uh, from a lot of more book pages from Oddfellow Books, um, all about the symbolism and the different, not grades, what's the word I'm looking for? Degrees. Uh, level, degrees, thank you. Um, and I, I saw quite a few of these, you know, beautiful frames on everything, all from the 1800s. Um, and then I pulled in the Art Nouveau, uh, Art Deco lilies, just because of the, the age of the building, because the building was built in 1922. So I took some inspiration from that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I felt like it was a good, uh, melding of, of the histories. Yeah. That's the histories, right. the, the aesthetics as well. Yeah. And, yeah. And it goes, I, I felt like it, it goes with the aesthetic of the building with the beautiful uh, columns and everything that's in that room. And it's got beautiful detailing in, mm -hmm. in the ceiling. So, and just the height of it, you know, it's like, it's a 25 foot mural. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So oh, yeah. No, tell us a little bit about the, the size of it. It's 25 feet high and one of, yeah, one of them is 25 feet. The other one is a little over 20. They're about 10 feet across. Uh, they, you know, we had to bring in scaffolding for it, which was such a lifesaver. Oh my goodness. Cause being on a ladder for that would have been yeah. treacherous. Sure. Uh, it was, it was a, it was a pretty big project. Definitely. It went faster than I thought, but I think that was because we were enjoying ourselves, but it was, it was a big project. And so you had Stephen as the archivist. Did you do other research that was specific to why you chose certain symbols? I did. I think I did more visual research, which then I backed up with what does the symbol mean? Okay, I'm gonna if I put a you know a sun in here, if I put in the moon and the seven stars in here, what does that mean? Uh, pulling some of the Rebecca's symbols and and talking to Stephen about that, like, what is, is what's this, relevant is now? It relevant? Is it, is this something that's good for both Oddfellows and what was Rebecca's? Could it be put into like now we're Hemlock, the, the female chapter is Hemlock. Is that something we could adopt? Um, so yes, we did. I did do quite a bit of research, a lot, but all of it visual based. What does this mean? And should I put it in? Of what you put in, and because um, certainly the the murals are really aesthetically lovely, but of the various symbols you put in, what were there any that kind of resonated with you a little bit more? Like the you mentioned the moon, the seven stars, or the sun was a part of it. That you're like, it felt really good. Like that was something that a bit of your little heart and soul went into more than the other ones. Uh, I definitely I really connect with the beehive. I I love that symbol and the working together to produce something. Uh, great. Um, and then I've got those mirror imaged with this bundle of sticks, again, with the stronger together kind of um, uh, aspect to it. 
I think that's what really draws me to Oddfellows in the first place is uh, is doing work together, is building community. I think that's something that uh, is important to me. Yeah, building community to serve community as well. Right, and just having, I'm much more inclined to uh, do something charitable or do, you know, do good works when it is with other people that I enjoy being around. Mm-hmm. So that's that's important. So those symbols were important to me. I also um, enjoyed putting, we put a hemlock branch in there for our hemlock. Ah, uh, hemlock. that's what it was. Okay. That's, yeah, it's a hemlock branch. So that's for it, for the hemlock uh, lodge. And then we put the 90 on the other side for Van 90. So it's very specific to our lodge. And I think, um, so I also, we, we opted for something that looked a little bit more secular but um no removing things that were more religious in in nature and maybe changing symbols um to encourage diversity as well Mm -hmm. cultural diversity which i think is needs which needs to be the way forward so yeah you'll you'll notice that they're a little bit more secular and yeah. contemporary. Some, and contemporary. And, yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, from talking generically, members show off their lodge hall, right? When you have an event and you, or you have an interested person, you know, one of the things you, you should be really proud of is the hall. And when you walk into the hall and there's something that's divisive or maybe not to divisive to the members that are now, but to people who might become members, um, you did. The, I think you did the right thing by uh, downplaying or eliminating things that don't look modern day inclusive, because that's what they were doing then. They were putting modern day inclusive in the 1890s when, or in 1922 when they built the building. Um, mm-hmm. That was what inclusivity looked like then. It was very exclusive to today's standards. Yes. Well, precisely. I think now this is a, this is a new, a new image for the for the new the new club. You know, we're in this age of broadening one's cultural knowledge and one's curiosity and embracing the other. I think the Odd Fellows is a is a perfect place in which to do it. Because the fundamental all... values are still there, right? If well, exactly. The approach might Beyond... look a little different, but the fundamental values remain the same. And I think that's that's important Precisely. to membership throughout. And I think Precisely. So, uh, so when you were talking about the swords and so forth, were you uh, the uh, initiator of the shadow boxes that I've seen photos of? Yes. So how long ago did that project, because that was that the start? That was the beginning. Yeah. So how long ago was that? That was January. Yes. Started all, it all started in January. We began that. We, be, yeah, we began it in, in February. We started talking about it in January and we began late February, early March. I did not have any work at the time. So it was, uh, it was a silver lining of COVID. Um, no one was in the hall to get in the way of renovations and painting. And, uh, and I did not have any work at the time. So uh, 
I'm going to uh, rephrase because I had seen a picture of shadow boxes in the bar area. Oh, a year no. ago. That's not you. That is not me. That was okay. a renovation that happened, took place before I was even a member, but oh, it's a okay. So those are old. Okay. So thanks yeah. for correcting but me. We have that. some other shadow boxes yeah. downstairs with swords in them. So this is where the confusion okay. lies. <laughs> and so I'm going to, I'm going to quote one of your ex, your past members. Uh, do you know the member Jim Maines? Jim Maine? I have heard. Past Sovereign Grandmaster? Yes. So he was uh, a member of Fairview Lodge, which Van 90 morphed, uh, morphed from. And Fairview Lodge, I think, was in that building. I think that's the original. It uh, is. Yeah. It is. I believe we have a picture of him. Yes. Up in our club room. Yep. Yeah. And so he, in... Um, 1965, he did a speech, his uh, sovereign grandmaster speech in Chicago or wherever it was, and it was recorded. And I played it on one of our earlier podcasts. And um, he talks about in 1965, how the city downtown core wasn't as important to the, our communities anymore. Um, you know, it's 1965, a shopping plaza is opening up in in the little towns around so people aren't coming downtown anymore but he in this speech talks uh, quite a bit about pride of lodge and that you need to improve your lodge so did you feel that the lodge building really needed uh renovation uh was it was it staring at not renovation but um a new look was it staring at you obviously or was it just sort of Hey, we got this party coming up. Let's clean up. To me personally, it was definitely uh, staring at me every time I walked in the door. The uh, textured 80s wallpaper in a dull beige on the <laughs> entryway was always something that I noticed. Uh, <laughs> the fact that there was not one picture of a woman up anywhere in the entire place, and it is a very big building, was also something that I noticed. Um, so yes, I would say, and I think that uh, a lot of the Hemlock members had talked about it for a few years before. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, the building itself, it's a beautiful old building. So, you know, renovations, re a new look, uh, a new design is mm -hmm. something, or new decor. Yes, definitely something. Um, I am an, definitely an advocate of... Uh, keeping the building within its heritage on that end though. Yep. I agree with you, Soleil. Yes. Cause they don't make those kinds of details anymore in the, in the floorboards or in the moldings. So I, th I think it's important to maintain those things. Well, just also that, you know, a hundred years ago, that building was, built for odd fellows for the future and i think you have to honor that by keeping up the building and keeping up the membership how many hours do those murals take you mentioned scaffolding you mentioned the size the scale and scope of that like never mind the designing actual painting seems like quite the endeavor it's very impressive did you feel like you were like a renaissance person of old a little bit <laughs> <laughs> 
a little bit. <laughs> a little. We I mean we weren't. Thankfully, it wasn't the ceiling. I'm sure it'd feel different <laughs> than the ceiling. <laughs> if I was on my back for eight hours a day. Um, we we spent about a month on it. I I mean Annie is my best friend, so it's it's not like I was toiling under hot lights or anything. You know, it wasn't that it wasn't that hard. No. We were listening to music most of the time, and, and we had uh, dance parties. Yeah, we had a few little dance breaks when we Those were getting bleary uh, <laughs> eyed and looking at things too closely. <laughs> uh, many a okay, let's get down and look at it from afar because you can get tunnel vision when you're you know, a foot away from something that is actually viewed 20 feet away. Uh, oh, I'm doing these little details. And no one no, is going to no see. No one is going to see. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was, it was big. It was a big project. Absolutely. Uh, I'm thankful my sister is actually uh, involved with the Vancouver Mule Fest. So I was able to mine her brain for information and she helped with the transfer of the image. So I had some good resources and some good friends on that side of things to help out. Yeah. And I've, I've assisted on a couple of murals uh, through Brittany at the Vancouver mural festival. So climbing up on scaffolding and just spending hours and hours and hours doing something that I love was, was easy with my best friend and with music. It was, it was, really perfect conditions for me personally. And some of the members always like popped in their little heads and saw what our progress was. And it just really, it just really validated our work. And it's, you could, you could see the, the pride for their hall in their eyes as well. So that further validated our work. And we had some other member friends who came in and helped out and helped the transfer and um, balancing the lines out, little, just little things like that. But I think they felt like they were, they participated and they had their hand in it and they got experience in something that they had only dabbled in beforehand. So I think it just made it made light work, you know, and it made hearts light as well when they saw how how well the, the piece was coming along and the symbols that were on and how how it beautified their the hall and, and the place that they put a lot of work and effort into, you know. So I thought I thought it made them very proud of of their of their membership and of their association as well. Even my daughter, who's nine, helped paint some bees on the beehive. So everybody had a little yeah, bit. So it's like future, future generations of Oddfellows members. Yeah, it's wonderful. Oh, what a neat memory. Yeah. Well, I think that's great. I mean, the lodge is that first impression, right? So I think you've just leveled up uh, the first impression of your lodge for, for future events and all that. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it does. It looks very elegant to me anyway. So, um, you want to talk about being an odd fellow? Sure. <laughs> As it is so, uh, maybe it's the logistics or planning. Uh, have you, you're having a meeting on Thursday this week. We are. It's our final meeting uh, of the, of the season. I guess you would say we don't meet in the summertime. Uh, we're having it in a friend's yard. Uh, and it's our first in-person meeting that we've had for 
eons. So that's very exciting. Uh, we, we've lost a few members uh, on, in the hemlock side of things in the last while because they've been moving. Uh, for some reason, they think that it's cheaper to live in uh, Ontario. I can't imagine why. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, that's unfortunate, but then we're getting new members. So it's, it's okay. Wait, wait. <laughs> uh, I think that um, as far as my membership with Hemlock, I'm a pretty new uh, associate member of N90. Um, with Hemlock, I, I appreciate the diverse people that we have in the group. I really love that they look to me for doing the decor and the display and the let's decorate and, you know, I can do that part. And then, uh, you know, Nula does some of the secretary work and the bookkeeping and the stuff that I hate doing. And then there's other leadership roles that people take on and, uh, everyone works really well with their strengths mm -hmm. uh, in Van 90 as well. Um, and it's, you can just get so much more done with a group of people where everyone is good at something different mm -hmm. and contribute something different. We're going we're gonna to do a little edit here, but we're going to, we were going to surprise you with a, a question that wasn't on the list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zinger. <laughs> okay, here's okay. the zinger. We're ready. Uh, <laughs> so, what makes a successful Odd Fellows Lodge? Uh, I think inclusivity is a big one for that. I think that's something that can also always be uh, reshaped as it has been just in the past few months with Van 90 bringing in the women as associate members. Uh, I think that the thing that I enjoy the most about our events, about our fundraisers is the inclusivity in that I am not really into going to bars and things to, to dance and, and do that stuff anymore. Um, I am much more interested in something that I can bring my child to. And I can also invite my mom to, and it's fun for all ages and for whomever is invited. And it just has a real feeling of community to it. So that is something that I think makes a, a good, a good lodge really is community. I think that's my answer is community. <laughs> and for me, the, what has struck me the most in my in my experience with events and some members and now hopefully going into the membership of of the odd fellows what really struck me is um kindness how people um uh it's kind of like this egoless and people people are um people are moved by their heart and just by being kind to folks um and i i think kindness and gratitude are two states that really elevate that really elevate a human being and like i said earlier coming out of coming out of covid and a and a place of like of darkness and solitude 
acts of kindness were that much more marked and remarked and noticed. And I think that that's one of the one of the priorities and one of the elements of propulsion, I think, of of this association. And I, like I said, I, I want to be a part of that doing good. So I think kindness makes a large work. The rest I'll find out, you guys. But those are, those are lovely answers. They're, they're really insightful and really thoughtful. So thank you. Thanks. So yeah, it's a hard question to answer on the spot sometimes. <laughs> and because saying, cause I want to party is probably not the right answer. I should be throwing out there <laughs> right, right out of the gate. <laughs> That'll be six months from now. Yeah, for no, real. No. <laughs> there is no partying in the Odd Fellows. None. No, no fun. Not no, at all. No live music. Go, go find some old photographs. Go find some old newspaper articles, and you will hear about Odd Fellow Hall parties all over the world. Been around <laughs> forever. Yep. Hey, uh, have you ever seen the Victoria Lodge Hall? Only in pictures. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going there uh, in a few weeks and I am definitely going to be stopping by because I hear that they have a painted ceiling. Yes, we do. Oh, they, you. Okay. (laughs) I've seen pictures of it. It looks amazing. So um, yeah, it was renovated. It was restored. Oh, goodness. Late 80s, early 90s, maybe later than that, even when they did the restoration. You let us know when you need a couple of muralists. There you go. Yeah. You can do a stage in Victoria. That'd be great. Yeah. We would love that. Have paintbrush will travel. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's great. Uh, did you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about? I think we covered everything, didn't we? Yeah, that was pretty efficient. Yeah, yeah. but I also want to say uh, that I'm happy that the Odd Fellows collectively decided to go with making art mm. and supporting artists and, and supporting art. artists and yeah. making art and and allowing an artist designer to just have the the whimsy to propose create. something and to create something that collectively everybody loves yeah so yeah, yeah. kudos kudos to the odd fellows for putting money in artists yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot of us lost our jobs during the covid like yeah like most of our jobs came to a screeching halt oh. yeah and Soleil and i work at her business uh making christmas installations and in malls but we lost half of them so like an artist needs to art right so Soleil was like oh what can i make what can i make what, what, <laughs> yeah, please, yeah. what can i make so like, and she's a mover and shaker, right? She's just like, okay, next thing, let's plan something great. And the fact that they went with it is really, really great. I'm very thankful that I got to assist Soleil and that Soleil got to just do her thing, you know, and it, and it turned out exquisitely beautiful. Oh, Wonderful. Nice. I'll, I'll give a plug to a book that's coming out. Uh, there's a brand new book, Oddfellows book called The Oddfellows Primer. And it's chock full of art by Ainsley Heinlich from Illinois. Ainsley's a member for, I don't know, I can't remember, he told me 11 years, 10 mm-hmm. years maybe. 
And, uh, but he's done a book with a fellow from California, Michael uh, Greenzeiger, and they, he's just chock full of brand new Oddfellows art. So okay. it'll be out end of, uh, it'll be so, without in the next six months, uh, six weeks, six weeks. Wonderful. Okay. Thank Let's you. Check ladies. it out. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, Have a great you. day. Take care. We'll talk we to you soon. Go. Okay, Thank thanks you. for Bye. having us. Bye-bye. Oh, well, that'll do it for us. Hey, we really want to thank Annie and Soleil for doing a great interview with us. Hemlock is going to burst with Annie's energy. We want to point out a couple things. Uh, the next episode that's coming up is going to be part two of our Mountain View Lodge uh, interview we did a few weeks ago. And in the meantime, we're still looking for some information or some opinions from our listeners. If you could send us your answer to the question, what makes a successful lodge? We're going to keep asking our guests as we go along, but we'd like to hear from you. So email us at info at moderngoatrider.com and answer the question to you, what makes a successful lodge? Photos of the murals by Annie and Soleil are going to be on our website when you download this podcast. Um, also, you'll notice that the special artwork for this episode is one of those uh, murals, so do enjoy. Well, we'll be back again soon making Oddfellows discoveries and seeing the Oddfellowship all around us. Cheers, NFLT. Oh, and here's a dance break song. <laughs>